Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometers of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Yes, hello, and we are live at Brisbane Greyhound Club to kick off the Golden Greys Summer Carnival featuring the Group 3 $90,000 Queensland Flame Final. Scotty Sattler here, and great to have you on a Thursday night. And the reason why the change of the song, listeners, is because today, I wasn't realising it, today is Australian Music T-Shirt Day. And I'm about to introduce our, uh, our very special guest in place of Jace here tonight. Uh, but I just want to let the listeners know, I'm sitting here in my, my James Rain shirt, actually. Mm. So Australian Music T-shirt day today. So I hope you're wearing your Australian favourite music band or singer with pride. And now, as I said, Jace, not here, of course. He was a little bit crook last night. You would have heard his, uh, his voice. It was a little bit different to normal. So in his place is a man who played for the Broncos. He played for the Dragons. He played for the Knights. He's a Queensland State of Origin hooker as well. Took over the jersey from Cam Smith, I might add, in 2018. Correct, Sat. Thanks very much for having me. Andrew McCulloch. Yeah, it's good to be here. How are you? Uh, it's been a while since I've been at the Albion Dog Track, but it should be good, mate. Appreciate it having me on, and hopefully Jason Matthews gets well very shortly. Yeah, so do we. So do we. Win a share in a greyhound. Thanks to Racing Queensland and... We're going to bring you updates also, some uh, tips throughout the night. And welcome to our regular listeners, of course, through the Super Radio Network. 1170 in Sydney, 693 in Brisbane. Also on the Gold Coast and SEN Track and Fanatic. And to our New Zealand listeners on SENZ, welcome to the show and get involved at any stage. We've got some text from last night I want to get to, which is pertinent to some of the issues we're going to be talking about tonight. 0457. 736736 if you want to have your say and also from our Kiwi listeners, double eight double three. It's always a good trip for the Warriors, wasn't it? Oh, it was. Yeah. Really good trip. Obviously uh physical trip nice and early on, but I always always get to go down the Biduck after it. It's yes. always a good occasion. So but yeah. Good spot. It was always regularly a Saturday night game as well, which was good. Yeah, it was. But, yeah, every time we went over, the Warriors fans, there was plenty of Broncos fans over as well. So it was a, it was a, good, uh, it was a good, tough game always over there. Yeah. So you can find us on social media as well, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. 
as well on the show tonight. Well, it was the announced today, New, Ze New South Wales fans and Queensland fans as, fans as well because the new South Wales head coach has been named and that is officially Michael Maguire and also a named through New South Wales Rugby League, his assistants as well, which are Brett White, former Melbourne Storm and Canberra Raider and New South Wales and Australian player, former Matt King, former Melbourne, I should say, Matt King and Australian New South Wales players, the assistant coach, and also Johnny Cartwright is one of the assistant coaches as well. He's going to join us on the show very shortly, Johnny Cartwright. He's a good man. You have a fair bit to do with him, actually, at the Broncos, don't you? Yeah, he's a good man, Johnny, and, yeah, big congratulations to him and in his new role. Yeah, absolutely. Selection gambles for 2024. Now, Daddy Vass has put this together. This is some of the clubs and some of the potential positions and how they may map out. And, and uh, we'll, Daddy Vass is uh, back in the studio on the panel. How are you, Daddy Vass? You okay? Yeah, good, lads. Yourself? So, yeah, very good, very good. So... What made you come up with this uh, selection gambles? Is it just you having a look across the signings and where they may fit and whether they're the right position? Well, I'm just a bit concerned for uh, Paddy Carrigan. I uh, just don't want too much uh, workload oh, through yeah. the middle there for him. But you Too much workload. He's, I think we called one game he had 60 or 70 tackles there. <laughs> one can stage, can so I just say, Macca? I don't know he's going to get any more for him. Hopefully not. Cohen, yeah. Daddy Vass. Yeah. Okay. And our listeners know what I'm about to say here. He's a, he is one of the staunchest Broncos fans of all time. Yeah, okay. Or is he? Because he's not even a member. Well, maybe they needed another member of their part of their 35,000 other members <laughs> that they got. So you could surely you could jump on board then if you're that diehard. Exactly. Yeah, I've got, exactly. A, I've got one coming for Chrissy, so it's all good. Can I just say, we're here at the uh, Brisbane Greyhound Club, and I've, I've just said to Macca, we're, we're sitting right in front of the, the bistro. And I've got to say, it's one of the great stakes. It's just, honestly, an eight iron away from the Brecky Creek Hotel. And it's it? packed for a Thursday yeah. afternoon too, the Brecky Creek as well. So plenty of people getting around. Also going to have things that make you go, hmm, a little bit later on. What's, uh, what's on your agenda? What's something you're questioning at the moment? Also, CEO of Brisbane Greyhound Club, the racing club, Luke Gatehouse, is going to join us as well about uh, this very special night tonight. Now, on the, on the back of the Australian Music TV a t-shirt day, I should say, which is today. Have you got a favourite Aussie band or? I'm just going to go someone to be a little bit left field here for you, Sats. So I'm yeah. going to go the great um, Shannon Noel. <laughs> really? What? I just love his, I love his antics. The condolable boy. I love his antics after he sort of finished up, you know, abusing people from the crowd, calling him up on stage. Oh, there's some footage out there. Yeah, once, I just there? really enjoyed that. And he's going to take... No crap from no one. So, yeah, good on him for sticking up for himself and calling that kid out on <laughs> down, down, down on the ground. Shannon, no, I didn't think that from you. <laughs> uh, what about you? 0457 736 736. Well, double eight, double three, even if you're a Kiwi. So, on the back of Australian Music T-shirt day, who's your favourite artist or favourite singer? What's the favourite? What's your favourite concert, your live concert you've been to? Mine, see, I'm a James Rain fan. I, he's my favourite live actor. You know what? I've got one coming up next year that I cannot wait for. Blink 182. They're not Australian. Doesn't matter. I've got a new band, band coming up that I'm looking forward to. You kids, Blink 182. You serious? They're still be, around. They're still around. They're coming, they'll be coming over. They've been years since they've uh, flown. So I'm really looking forward to that. No, they're not Australian, but that's coming up. And Jerry Seinfeld, the new year. That'll be oh, another one. Oh, yeah. Have you bought tickets? You've got tickets. Adam, tic a little Adam Wilcox from, I'd like to shout out to him. A little thank you for get, sorting me out. For next year. Can I just say, when I saw those tickets come out, I thought, I've got to get on. If, I think the only ones that are available now are about 450. Are they? Which 
I've got to say, I'll save up money because I, I think I'd pay that. Save up money, see Jerry stop. Seinfeld. Yeah. It's 450. I've got to, oh, I heard one of, his, uh, one of the lines that he's using, and I think everyone can sort of, if you watch a lot of streaming on TV, I think mm. a lot of people understand where I'm coming from. He said, what is it with streaming TV? You all of a sudden become a sales rep for that, for that streaming service. So you watch a show and you go into work and you go, Hey, have you watched uh, yeah, Big Sky? Right. Yeah. No, you've got to watch it. It's the best show. The first four or five episodes are a little bit slow, but stay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. become a, a selling a selling agent for the stream. Well, you do. You go, have you seen on Netflix? Yeah. They go, oh, I don't have Netflix. No. You've got to get it. It's got, yeah. you know, it's got like a month free. You've yeah, got to get so on. Some big things coming. Yeah. No, they're not Australian. Sorry, <laughs> off topic, but looking forward to that. Oh, uh, five, eight, zero. Oh, Miko says, go Nads. Go Nads. Remember that, the, the, the dog? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a really good theme there, Mick, because I just wrote on my notes going into the second hour. Next year is the 40-year anniversary of the footy show. Really? Remember, Going Ads was off, yeah, off yeah, the footy yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 40-year anniversary. How much do we miss that? I still find that when I look at my what history. What year did that finish up? Uh, listeners? If anyone could, yeah, take through what us. year that was the last year of Fatty and Sterling, the boys and the big man. Well, they finished. Well, Fatty finished up because Aaron yeah. Molan took. Uh, Michael Slater took over for a period. Then, oh, then Aaron right. Molan took over as well. So Fatty was out for a while. Remember, Fatty had that bad accident. That's right. Yeah. In one of those, um, one of those. Yeah, that's right. Slater, I forgot about Slater. Yeah, yeah. beat the boys or yeah. one of those challenges they did. He had a he had a bit of an accident, so he's off the. And then Wendell had the arm wrestle with that bloke. That ben Ross. Ben, that's right. Yeah. Broke his arm. Yeah. Okay. Where was Plucker Duck or when was that? Now that was. Saturday Night Live. No, that no. was the Plucker Duck. No, that was footy show, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I thought yeah. I did something on that too. Alan Robinson. Yep. Street Talk. That's exactly right, yeah. Bo Nose. Reg. Reg. Well, you wouldn't get Reg Reagan and Trent now, would you? You're like, you yeah, well, too many people are too sensitive. I don't think the footy show. Actually, uh, funnily enough, I asked Fatty, Fatty this year. I asked Fatty this year. I said, if they ever had to bring back the footy show, would you do it? He said, no, I wouldn't. One, because... I love playing golf too much and I have to take up too much of my time, which, I, which is a lie about him taking too much of his time up. Yeah. But he also he said, I think everyone's so politically correct now, you wouldn't get away with a lot of no. the stuff. No, you haven't get the calls, emails coming in, you can't say that or yeah. you shouldn't be saying that. And yeah, it's a tough world. And you know, a lot of people don't obviously mean anything by it, but <laughs> you can get yourself in a little bit of trouble. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, 40 years of the footy show, very soon. I'm going to ask for some of your favourite moments of the footy show a little bit later on in the show if you want to send them in. Saw Silverchair and Grinspoon Ooh. play at the playpen. This is from 088. Good times, boys. When you could, when you could have a fair bit to drink and a cab ride home for under a greenback. Oh, Canara Cowboy. Yeah, Silverchair, one of my favourites. They may play a role. So Grinspoon also. Yeah. Good band, Grinspoon. The Divinals and the Hunters and Collectors for me. Rita the Maneater. Rita's from Hemna Sp- Springs in the South Island oh. in New Zealand. And uh, she's given herself Rita the Man-Eater the yeah, name. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So uh, keep sending in your nominations. Uh, 97. I hear Briggsy says, Sats, you look a little bit like Shannon Knowles. You got a little tickler under your, under your, <laughs> under your lip there. <laughs> a little uh, so keep your texts coming in. 0457 736 or if you're a Kiwi or one three hundred zero one eleven seventy, we'll try and get you on air as well because uh, Daddy Vass is back in the studio and he'll let us know if we've got a caller on the line. Now, let's get to some of our uh, our issues throughout the day. And as we said, the Blues coaching team has been revealed with Michael Maguire officially 
replacing Brad Fittler. New South Wales fans, how do you how do you assess Brad Fittler's um, time, his regime yeah, yeah. as the head coach? I actually think it's not too bad. What he won three Origin series, three out of six, wasn't it? Three out of six. Yeah. It's not too I, bad. Yeah, actually. I think everyone gets a little bit lost there, considering obviously the last year or two they sort of forget that, like a lot yep. of people. But I think he could, did a good job to turn that around after probably the last probably ten or twelve years before that. So he's done a really good job. Yeah, yeah. So um, I've got to say when he had when he had uh, Latrell and Teddy in the side, yeah. it's completely different New South Wales Tommy, side. Tommy, sorry, yeah. Tommy yeah, Tremont, yeah. which I should say, yeah. Completely different uh, New South Wales side. Yeah, assistant coaches, Johnny Carwright, Matty King, Brett White, as we said, pretty strong coaching lineup there. And I've got to say, Michael Maguire, and the listeners will have heard me say this on a number of occasions, he's a very good, he's a very good coach of elite athletes, mm. hence why he did really well at South, where he had some, some players that are willing to... Um, I suppose, you know, take... Well, they had a good combination of old and young players, I think. He, yeah, you know. players, they really pushed the standards, didn't they? They drove the standards. Then he goes to New Zealand, and again, you have the best of the best of New Zealand players that are available at any given time, and and he gets success there as well. So mm. um, this is what he had to say also. When speaking, speaking today at the announcement, it was about, when asked about trying to juggle both the New South Wales and the New Zealand coaching roles, this is what he had to say. Oh, look, unfortunately, things don't always work out the way you like. You know, I still feel that I, I could have juggled both. Obviously, you know, they're campaigns. Um, it's just understanding that. But, uh, look, I respect, uh, you know, people's uh, thoughts. And uh, one thing I do know is when you're, you're working in a com campaign, everyone's got to be aligned. And, look, you know, their, their thoughts are in a different direction. So, uh, you know, I've, I respected that. Um, and, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate now that I can go on with the Blues. So New Zealand Rugby League obviously gave him a choice. Mm. There were some fears there that if there are some players who are going to make themselves available for New South Wales or New Zealand, that he would possibly push them towards a New South Wales jersey. Now, I think when you get into that scenario and that debate, you're starting to question the man's... And, and not just Michael yeah, Maguire. Yeah. You're starting to question people's integrity. And I don't think Michael Maguire would go down that road at all. Um, he's a very loyal man. Uh, but... Do you like the choice? Yeah, I think it's fair. I don't don't think you do. I'm not just talking about those two roles. Obviously, club football as well. They're the yeah day to day grind of all those. I wonder guys what's going to happen well, there so with the Raiders role. I wonder if that. Yeah, it's just a lot of football, a lot of stuff, and I just think you, one had to go, and he's obviously made a choice there. And however that's come about, I'm not too sure. Obviously, but yeah, he's done a great job to turn New Zealand football back up to that winning the trophy recently. But yep. yeah, he certainly couldn't have done all the roles. I wouldn't have thought anyway. Yeah, exactly. Um, in relation to the to the New South Wales role, now, at first they were saying it was going to be part-time. Now, I'm still led to believe that's the case. Mm. I, I don't know whether Origin... It's a, it's a, it's a massive campaign. How do you, yeah, I'm not sure how you say it's part-time. You've got to be watching all those games. I, I know Billy, for a fact, wouldn't be taken as a part-time capacity. He'd no. be studying, planning, you'd have that many people who you're getting on board, where you're staying. Look, there's a lot of logistics to go into it and it's such a big, intense role. You've got to make sure you nail it from the start. So yeah. to say it's a, hang on, here's a little part-time gig for you, I just don't think that that would have happened. You know, and I don't think Madge would have liked to think it has happened as a part-time role because obviously how prestigious the job is. I don't think he's going to treat it as a part-time role. I don't no, think you just can't. You, well, you, look at the you look at the other side of the fence of Tip and Billy's not thinking of it as that. Yeah, exactly. Now, last night and also the boys before us also spoke about 
what was going on between the Panthers and the West Tigers, this possible uh, trade of players. Jerome Luai go to the West Tigers in 2024 in exchange for David Clemmer and Lockie Galvin. Uh, we're also, Brandy early on the week said there's no way in the world Jerome Luai would be going anywhere in 2024. And he's also, he's doubled down on that this morning on Brecky with Vossi and Brandy. I've read it all. And, and apparently it was a, a proposal by the Panthers to make it happen. That was the story. Again, well, it's completely made up. It's just a, a made up story. And it doesn't surprise me. That's twice now that he's just refuted any claims that's going to happen. And I tend to believe Brandy. Yeah. Um, we've got a text here we didn't get to from, from Stormy Daniel last night. He says, Brandy Stormy Slat Daniels. Stormy Daniel. He's Stormy. <laughs> That's the President Trump, Trump's, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Trump's, yeah. So Stormy Daniels, uh, gents, Brandy slapped down of the mooted move by Luai to West occurred before this latest report has surfaced. It would be a football department decision rather than a proposal put forward by Panthers board of directors. Um, you are right in some some um, some angles, Daniel, uh, but when you Greg Alexander and you're you're heavily involved in the mm. football football side of the business as well yeah. um, he probably know a lot more than a lot more board of directors at any club when it comes to the the moving uh, the moving of players amongst clubs yeah it's just too hard to obviously be making outlandish claims and for him just to come out and flat bat it that's he's doing the right thing by both sides of the club I think that just making assumptions especially coming on radio if you say something accidentally everyone just runs with it even yeah. more so flat bat it try and move on with it and get on with it because I couldn't see that happening really anyway. I don't... The Penrith would love, obviously, to go four and you need Jerome Lillard there to get four. I wonder whether the West Tigers leaked this possible proposed trade just so they can start the conversation and get Panthers possibly thinking about it. Well, yeah, it just puts doubt in a lot of fans' minds. That wouldn't minds. happen in rugby league, No, nah, people aren't like that. Pretty, pretty like, straight down the line. Like they wouldn't go behind the back saying, door. It's just a made-up story. It wouldn't be bad to just... Let's just start from somewhere. Someone's, someone's obviously done a good job just starting up a story and maybe got a good job out of it just making stories, up, which is great. Or someone has given said journo a story that they think they're on the money with and they are so far from the mark. Anyway, it's going to be a watch this space. Yeah, it makes it interesting. I've got to see say, what happens, but it's based for some good, uh, some good coverage with, with amongst the media anyway. I'm on Team Brandy. Yeah, I think Brandy's right. They actually, yeah. the Panthers don't need... Young Galvin. And I've got to say, they've got Young Fain, um, young Fainu there as well. Yeah. But if on the West Tigers, I'm not, not letting go of Galvin. But in saying that, they don't need him because they've got Brad Schneider to cover like the Jack Cogger sort of role mm. from when Origin time yep. comes around. And also, they've got Dane Laurie as well. who Yeah, he's a good pick-up from the Tigers. Plays good a bit of everywhere. Yeah, he's a good pick-up. But likes to play in the halves. So... And as we were saying last night, Macca, he's a little bit of like a, that jack-in-the-box jack style, yeah. Jerome Luai style anyway, when he if he moves on, I should say, in, in 2025. Before we get to the break, what's your gut feel with Luai? No, like in the long run? 1.15 yeah. per season or 850? No, I reckon he goes. Do you reckon he goes? Yeah, I reckon he goes. I think I he think stays. Do you? I just, yeah. I think it's that... That hurdle's been accomplished. That you know, that's accomplished multiple times. I think you then think one more. What's four compared to three? Yeah. And then also flip side of being able to set your fam family up with extra two or three hundred grand a year. Yeah. I know it's the the path is way up's a little bit different, but 
you can say you've won three comps and then collect your million dollars and set your family up as well. As that's what I'd be. So feeling, basically, you, know. you got no soul. You just go well, for the mate, money. Yeah, yeah, everyone's, okay, everyone's got a price. So they keep thinking of these prices yeah. going up. You got to go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Daddy Vass. <laughs> uh, before we get to the break, and you are right, we've got a couple of texts here. Stormy Daniel says Sats and Macca. Pluck a duck. Yeah, was. that was it. Yeah, that was Hey Hey Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, you're thinking of Cracker, cracker Fat. Yeah. Cracker Fat, which had a song sung by the Footy Show band, The Nevilles. Yeah, that's right. And we've got another one here. Yeah, Keith from Taree also. Taree yeah, Olbar says. Right. Sorry, guys. It was Cracker yeah. Fat. Yeah, yeah, I was wrong as well. Let's get to the break here on Sports Day. Thanks to Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Johnny Cartwright next. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Cartwright, nice ball, beautiful for Clyde, 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 and they're in, the Blues draw first blood, Gillespie's up in the dressing room, and Clyde's over the line. Oh, he had one of the, one of the great round-the-corner passes, and Mackie, you were saying off here, one of the great head slammers of all time as well. Well, that's a rumour getting around the club a lot of times, how good of a head slammer he was. Alf reminds me all the time <laughs> what he used to do to him, so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, he certainly um, he did did some good things out there, big Johnny Cartwright. And also named today as an assistant to Michael Maguire in the New South Wales Blues. And we have him on the line for Sports Day. How are you, Cardi? Uh, good afternoon, boys. Yeah, a bit warm up here today. And so is, is Alfie right? Was, is that part of your game? Was it the head slam or? Oh, he's probably talking about what we got home from uh, <laughs> having a few beers together and wrestling in the hallway, mate. That's... <laughs> He probably deserved it like too, it. Well, mate, you know how hard he is to catch Macca. So when you get the chance, you, you don't. I've well, probably had one chance in, in uh, 30 years of knowing him. So I probably took advantage of it. I was at a function last Saturday at the Gold Coast races and Alf was sitting behind me. And someone said, do you want to go over and start having a drink with Alfie? I said, I've never done it. I've been warned about it. I'm not going anywhere near him. So... <laughs> No, he's not. He's not too bad in the in the public setting. When you get him in those private settings, yeah, you, you've got to avoid him at all costs. So I've I've heard from a little birdie, and his name rhymes with Andrew McCulloch, uh, <laughs> that you're wearing a knee a knee guard round Cardi. What's happened there? Oh, mate, I'm slowly breaking down. Uh, so I, I was just. Uh, Actually, just going up a set of stairs, and uh, it was like somebody just sniped me, shot me uh, in the knee, and I, I just went and got me a bit of a scan done. And apparently, I've, I've snapped a little bit of uh, the kneecap away, so it's a bit of bone plate around in there. So I've got to go and get it fixed at some stage because I'll be. It is it feels all right. Then you, anyone that's had it, you blokes have probably had them. You just walk mm-hmm. along, and all of a sudden, it's like you, uh, yeah, somebody shoots you in the leg. Hey, mate, Cardi, talk to us a bit, a little bit about the, you know, the new role within New South Wales assistant coach, mate. How long has this sort of been brewing for yeah, you, mate? Congratulations, too. Yeah, it's congratulations. Awesome. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a big. Thanks, boys. It, 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 it's, a, it's a great honour, and I've really got to thank the club for uh, allowing me to do the role. I think everybody realises how big um, 
state of origin is, and it's, and and you do go in there and learn. You know, like I, I look forward to going in and I haven't done it for a while, but going in and working with a, a different set of players, and a, you know, it's the best of the best, and there's there's coaches, and you know, the, there's a lot you can you, you keep your eyes open. There's a lot you can learn from, and that's you know, that's a, that's what I'm really looking forward to. I look when when um, Freddie decided that he wasn't going to um, race rubble go ahead with the job this year. I just I know Dave Trodden pretty well. I just said gave him a call and, and said, look, mate, I don't know what the process is, but I'd, I'd certainly be interested um, if, you know, you were looking for a coach. And sort of long story short, um, it was a pretty reasonably quick thing. Madge was uh, in for the job as well. Uh, they, he rang, rang me back and said, look, the board's made a decision. Um, that, you know, they're not going to go your way, but they'd like you on, on the staff. And oh, it's a, look, it's a great honour, mate. I... I you two boys have been uh, at that level, and you just know how exciting it is. And you know, when I when I got officially got told I got the job, you know, I was sort of really just excitement was the first thing I felt just to think about being involved again at that level. Mate, you talk about it. You'd been a little while out of the game in New South Wales. Off the top of my head, was that when Sticky was a coach? How long ago were you involved in the New South Wales Rugby League? Mate, I've had a few few. Uh... Uh, different goes at it, mate. I, I worked with Phil Gould um, through a series. I worked with uh, Sticky through a series, um, and then I worked with Laurie uh, in 2017. I uh, yeah had had a, a go with uh, Laurie at that stage. So, but I worked with three different coaches, uh, all New South Wales legends for different reasons, um, and yeah. Uh, I think I don't know what sort of I'm not having been around the last few series, mate. What you know, I don't know what the feel for the camp was, but I, I certainly know what the feel for a camp, a winning camp is. And you know, but like I say, I've been very lucky to work under three New South Wales legends who, who totally understand you know you know what Origin is about. Now, um, Cardi, uh, when it comes to... I talk about being involved in Origin. I mean, Cardi famously got brushed by Sean Timmons when he kicked that winning field goal in 2004. Oh, really? Yeah. Cardi went in to celebrate with him, and, and Timo just absolutely brushed him. Well, he's, oh. he's never lived it down, Cardi. He's never <laughs> lived it down. No, um, Knowing Sean, he wouldn't have done that on purpose, I yeah, wouldn't have thought, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, mate. The third side of that story was I, I copped a stray elbow from someone, and... Got two black eyes on, on the back of it. Have you had much to do with Madge over the years, Cardi? Um, he's he's always been a uh, close friend with Laurie and Ricky, so I, I've known him for a fair while, mate. And then in the coaching game, you know what it's like. Yeah, you know he was he came back from Wigan, I think, and coached South. So you know you, you sort of you run past each other in the in the hallways, but he, he's always been a, Madge was just a really nice fella. Um, I've never worked with him as a coach. And again, you know, part of that learning curve that I spoke about, uh, you know, very successful coach uh, over the years, Madge, and just look forward to... I've had a few chats with him already, you know, about he's got some different ideas about how he wants to approach it. And again, just sort of gets you exciting, starting to think, get excited, starting to think about it. Mm. And mate, it's, it's, it's quite exciting when you hear someone like yourself who's been in the game for such a long period of time and a lot of the young coaches out there listening should... You know, take that on board is how experienced you are in the game. Is still willing to learn and to get a, a lot better in terms of coaching and what you can pick up from other coaches, mate. Is there something you think you'd be able to bring back to the Broncos and in, in terms of 
I don't know, preparation or training methods you think you'd be able to bring back to Kevy or knowing Kevy won't want to know nothing to know about New South Wales? <laughs> You're dead right there. He won't. If it comes, I'll, I'll just have to tell him it didn't come from <laughs> New South Wales. And uh, it, it is, Maka. That's, uh, that's, again, it's uh, what I'm looking forward to most is just, uh, you know, the, the game's been so good to me, but I want, you know, I'm not finished. I want to stay in it for as long as I can. And, you know, if you, if you and still, everyone goes past you. So, you know, I'm just really looking forward to the opportunity. And also, you know, Brett White, um, Matty King, they're not guys that I know that well. Yeah. But have had successful playing careers and are, are coaches, you know, I've got no doubt looking to be NRL head coaches one day. So it's a, it's a, it's a good group. I, I know that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really excited that uh, it's still a fair way away. But, you know, we'll meet as coaches pretty soon and we'll, we'll nail down a, a strategy. and Hopefully we can get a win. Now, Carter, you're involved with the Queensland players, a lot of Queensland players at the Broncos on a day-to-day basis. Now, I remember reading and, and interviewing Craig Bellamy. He used to say that he found it difficult coaching against these Melbourne Storm Queensland players. Do you think you'll find yourself in the in the same scenario, seeing that you have been involved with a lot of Queensland players in recent years? I, it, it certainly wouldn't be easy, mate. You know, you. There's not the players that play on Origin. You know, people say, "Oh, you know what they're going to do, blah blah blah." They're, you know, they're there because they're the best. They don't have many weaknesses, so there's not there's not a lot to exploit. It's you know, probably as a head coach, it'd be a little bit different. You know, the, you know, when you're addressing players and, and emotions, can sometimes just start to creep into. It. I suppose as an assistant, you know, your job is is just to more uh, sit back, be a little bit more relaxed, and, and keep things you know on an on an even curl. So. You know, you're not going to come out and, and sort of, you know, it is state of origin and there's no doubt you both sides are going in to win it. But I can understand where Craig would be coming from. It, it would be, and especially as an, an emotional type of guy as he, he is, it would be hard to, as you know, what coaches can say sometimes. They don't, uh, things come, don't come out quite the way you want them to. And, you know, you don't want to be talking about your own, mm. your own teammates or your own boys that you work with in, in that sort of manner. But, it's you know at the end of the day, mate. It's state of origin, um, and it's all about winning. You know, no one wants to know who comes second when, it, when state of origin is involved. Well, I think you got to be emotional as a coach. I think it's one of your, your great assets, Cardi. I think yourself spending a bit of time with you now. When you get the best players together at origin level, Cardi, and you've been involved at origin level heavily as a player and as an assistant coach as well, what stands out the most as a coach when you've got this group of players in front of you? Uh, it's the it's the basics, mate. That, that really stand out. It's one thing, you know, the times that I have been involved. It, it's the basics, the catch, the pass. Uh, you know, the ability to be able to do it at speed. It, it's uh, just the attention to detail, the little extras that they do after training. You know, it's it, there's no sort of magical thing there, mate. That's that's why it's it's good for young players to get into those sort of camp situations and see what the real pros do. It's you know. Like, Nailing uh, the kickers, nailing their kicks, the, the catches, nailing their catches, the, just the tiny little finer details that you know you, you talk about every day as a coach. But those those guys that have gone to the next level, you know, they they, they keep working on those basic fundamentals of the game. Mm. And Cardi, can you give us a little bit of an insight of what approaching Ke- to Kevu was like for you? Was he give you a blessing straight away, or did he, did he sit on it for a little bit? Can you talk us a little bit about that? No, mate, he was he was really excited for me actually. He I, I Kev's he 
like me, you know, thinks rep footy is a real opportunity to, to, to help your own club. As I spoke about, you know, going in and just seeing different things, how players prepare and learning. You know, you get to know players uh, from other clubs that, you know, it certainly can help with your, with your recruiting at times. If, you know, when not that the, the Bronx will be able to recruit at any time soon with no. the, the amount of talent that it's sort of got coming through there. But you never know when it is going to... Um, come in handy you know I know my time at the Titans I got to meet Luke Bailey through a state of origin period and formed a bit of a relationship with him and you know that was the first guy we were able to sign um, when we started the Titans uh, so you know just little things like that mate that they, they certainly help but the yeah the, the top of the list is mate is just you know looking with the best and and you know seeing how they go about their day-to-day stuff was an Ian athlete Bull Bailey oh. Cardi Oh, he, he was freakish, mate. Like, just some of the things he used to do at training. You know, he, he was a warrior. He, he, he could do a time trial and he'd, he'd run along at the back, pushing guys who were struggling. And then, you know, one lap to go, he'd take off and, and win the time trial. He was he was an amazing athlete, uh, mm. Big Wales. Big yeah, man, man, too. Big man. Just look at the uh, Broncos, the Broncos playing group. What do you got there? You got Adam Reynolds, probably fair to say he won't play with Cleary there, where you got Katoni, Stags, um, Payne Haas. He might be there. He might. Yeah, be probably. Pain. He might get picked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Cardi. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just wanted to uh, get you on to firstly say congratulations, yeah. mate. Really excited for you because not only you're one of the true gentlemen off the field, you're a great guy, but you're also a very good coach. And as us, as like Kevy is, we want to see uh, the best get to the best. So well done, mate. Yeah. Congratulations, Cardi. Uh, thanks very much for the chat, boys. He's a good man. He's a really good man, isn't he, Cardi? Good man off the field. He'll be a really good balance for Michael Maguire. Yeah, definitely. Just personality-wise as well. Well, his demeanour at the club, you know, he's pretty pretty laid-back sort of character. He's been there before. He's an experienced coach. And for all reports, um, yeah, Madge is really, really intense. But you need to be in those big occasions. But you also need to be the flip side to be nice and relaxed and... Yeah, Cardi B work well with him and they'll gel nicely. We're at the Brisbane Greyhound Club here at Albion and Lemonade Tom has just uh, dropped our, our tips. Lemonade Tom's just dropped our tips over Macca. Okay. Look at that. He's got at the top, he's had very tough night. But Are Rooster, they all tough with the dogs? Yeah. Rooster Muzz on the text <laughs> line says, Worm and Margot. He's calling you Margot. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Uh, a tip for you both at the Albion Park Dish Lickers tonight. Each way, race seven, number five, Top Gun. I like the theme. I like oh, the theme. Damn. And we're going to get the CEO of Brisbane Greyhounds on very, very soon, uh, probably in after, the, uh, after the first hour. Luke Gatehouse to talk about how you can win a share in a Greyhound, uh, yeah, in, thanks to Racing Queensland. So more to come with that. Uh, also, yeah, thanks to Johnny Cartwright. Well done on that appointment, Dan. Let's get to a break here. Scotty Sattler, Andrew McCulloch here live at Brisbane Greyhound. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Who's that, Macca? I'm not getting them terrible songs. Really? Yeah. You played for. You played from where they're from. I just from Newcastle. Get... Yeah, yeah, Silverchair. Silverchair. 
Sorry. What, a, sorry. what a great band. Muzz says, nice work, guys. Interview with Hoss. Of course, Hoss is John Cartwright. Welcome back to the show, Sports Day. Scotty Sattler and Andrew McCulloch, live from Queensland Greyhounds. Nice work, boys. He's a good man, one of the world's great schooner drinkers. Did you know that? No, I don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do know he can drink, but didn't know that extent. Yeah, he can. He's he a big can. man, so I'm sure he can put him down, the big fella. And the reason for the Silver Chair song, Australian Music T-shirt Day today, we've got plenty of text here with some of the great pub bands, bands that you've seen live as well. You're going to see, what, Blink 182? Yeah, next year. Okay. That'd Bet be you there would have been a big lineup for those tickets. Sold out. Really? Yes, mate. You've you got to keep up, Sats. Wow, you've got to keep up, mate. Chase a flame and win a share in a greyhound. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for details. Have you had a share in a greyhound? No, I've got I have plenty of mates that have um, all had shares in it and they haven't done it since. So myself and Woogie and Badge, when Badge was on the show, we were always looking at trying to get one. We've never gotten around to it, yeah. but we're gonna. it's See, one of our bucket lists for 2024. You know did, did own plenty of greyhounds? Who? One of your f- former Penrith players, Peter Wallace. He d- yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah his partner Maddie, um, his dad was right into it, so he's owned he's owned a few. And Sports Day, as the listeners will know, we've got our own adopted greyhound yeah. in New South Wales. It's How's it going? It's called Fat Pizza. Yeah, it's had ninety-one starts for zero wins. At plenty of places, but uh, probably at five or six pl- seconds. Yeah, okay. and probably Three thirds. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Prize money twelve thousand dollars. Yeah, beautiful. And their trainer Nicholas Kilner, one of the great guys. We're going to get him on the show very, very soon. Okay, sports updates. And Wayne Bennett has sent twenty twenty three fan favourite from the from the Dolphins, Fel Tafare, Valence Tafare, away from training for two weeks, Macca, to do one on one boot camp to lose ten kilos. Now, once upon a time, there used to be the fat squads. Mm. Well, apparently in the new age, you're not allowed to do that anymore. It's like the old goose of the week. What did you used to Keith. call it? Keith of the week. Yeah. So you did something stupid that week. You get nominated or on the pink Monday. pink shirt or whatever You'd it was. You'd have to wear a pink shirt yeah. or something like that. That can't happen anymore because it's humiliating in the modern age. <laughs> but I like what Wayne Bennett has done here. He's gone old school. He said to Val Tafare, yeah. he said, Val, you've come back from off-season up to 10 kilos overweight, your, your premium playing weight. Of what we've identified you as what your your best playing weight is. Um, firstly, I I don't know how players can can go away, especially after their first season and the opportunity that they've got to go away and come back in that shape. I, I've never I never understood it when I played, and I still can't understand it today in the modern age with sports science. Mm. But Val has come back um, a little bit overweight, and Wayne Bennett has said, "Well, we can't have you training with the team. We can't have the strength and conditioner and the and our performance staff." solely looking after you so you need to go away for two weeks and you need to find uh, a way to with their assistance from the outside of course to get down to your ideal playing weight like it don't like it do like it i was actually training with the big fellow a couple of times me yeah. and um stephen kearney a couple of times know chopper burgess already so we were already training and chopper asked if he you know the big fellow can come along to training and, and jump in and he was yeah obviously done for two weeks was there he could jump in and yeah, he's got a bit of way to go, but it's uh, he's came up with a good attitude. He's still learning, and but yeah, like I said, he's got a plenty of hard work ahead to knock the kilos off and um, get back within contention, at least be considered for first grade. So, do you know what his ideal playing weight would be, Macca? No, mate. You've had a bit to do with the. I with saw the, the scales at Kangaroo Point in the longer. He was about 119 that day, and that was a couple of weeks ago. So, I'd like to think he's a bit lower than that now, but it's hard to sort of tell what he's doing away from 
when I've seen you. But yep. and by all means, I think Chop would be definitely keeping an eye on things and reporting back to Jeremy and the guys at the Dolphins. But big cut learning curve for him. Uh, it's a big statement from Wayne. And he needs to do that. Jeremy Hickman's at the S&C at the Dolphins. He's got enough on his plate with 20-odd players without worrying about one other player that he needs. So he sent him away to deal with on, on his own. Yeah, Canara Cowboys texted in and said, yeah, they weighed him on Monday. He was a lot heavier than what he should be. And Bennett has said enough is enough and sent him packing, which I've got to say, I, I actually like it. Yeah, I do too. Instead of cotton wooling the players, I think you've just got to, you've got to teach them some real hard truths. Yep. There'd be plenty of players out there that, uh, well, plenty of players out there that would love the opportunity that wouldn't waste it. Yeah, and you also got to, the ball's in his court now. Does he really want to do it? This is something that he really wants to chase after. So he's put it out there and like Chop's saying, he's coming with a good attitude. He's got a lot of um, the upside the kid wants to learn, but he's also got to learn how to train hard and get that balance away from, you know, the five or six hours that he is at training. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Zero four five seven seven three six seven three six. Text us in any of your thoughts and also double eight double three if you're listening in New Zealand. This is Sats and Andrew McCulloch sitting in place of Woogie Jason Matthews here on Sports Day. More after the break. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Don't stop doing this. I don't want to do I'm terrible. That's why but I you, don't do drinking things. But you know how to sing it. See when you... Just leave me out of this. Huh? How to finger? I do know songs. I'm just terrible with names. I've told you. <laughs> uh, let's get to your text messages. Scotty Sattler and Andrew McCulloch here. Live from the Brisbane Greyhound Club. Cam has texted and said, paying $1 that the Tigers threw out that story there. That's in relation to the Clemmer and okay. Lockie Galvin. Mm. But on the flip side of that as well, we got a text message also. Uh, where is it? Uh, Lua, here we go. The Pinnacle says Sats and Macca. Clemmer and Galvin have the same player manager. Do they? Is that your source right there? Maybe, maybe not. That's coming up a little bit later on as well. I tell you what, I'm going to enter this drawer of how to win a share in a horse. A share in a greyhound, I should say. Thanks to Racing Queensland tonight. I want to get a share in a greyhound. Macro, you and I could do big things with a greyhound, I think. We could, mate. And surely there's some contacts out there that could be able to help us. With We've got this. plenty of contacts. That's the least of our concerns. You know what I love seeing? We just need a good one. I love seeing at the race days is all the different characters. As I said before, there's a guy here called Lemonade Tom. He's got the worst shoes on I've ever seen. Blink182 Sats has sold out four Sydney shows. And I'm looking for a ticket. Kind Libra. Have you got a spare ticket? No, my wife actually purchased them eight years ago, like a year or two ago. Isn't someone from Blink-8-2 sleeping with one yeah, of the Kardashians? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, they just had a baby too. Wow. You, see, you know the reality shows, but you don't know the Australian band. I get, it, I get this information secondhand. From Jeremy from West Pennant Hills got his Esky in the mail. Good stuff, Jeremy. Glad to hear. And we're going to give an Esky away tonight for the best text as well, Daddy Bass, if you can remind us for that as well. This is Sats and Macca for Sports Day here live at Brisbane Greyhound Club. Back again soon.
The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. I'm under pressure. You just leave this out of it. Leave me alone. I'm bad. But hang on a sec. Welcome back to the show. Sats and Andrew McCulloch. Maki here. Uh, live from Queensland Greyhounds. Watch your knee. <laughs> and we're here for the drawing to win a share in a Greyhound thanks to Racing Queensland. We're going to try and get CEO Luke Gadeas on very soon. I've got to say there's some numbers really starting to pile up here. I'm seeing the stakes getting cooked in front of me as well. I'm not going to be far away from that. But we've got a text here from Nathan. And I love your text, Nathan. Daddy Bass, can we put Nathan down for an esky, please? This is not the best no message drums. of the day. This is just a tribute to the best text of the day. So where's that from? He's cheeky. Where's that from? Me, okay, Tenacious yeah. D. So you, when I asked you that, I said, that's from yeah, oh no, Jack just, Black's I, group. What's the name of Jack Black's, uh, Jack Black's band? Yeah, Tenacious D. Tenacious D. But you can't name In Excess or I'm Powderfinger. Just, I'm just, I don't know. I just get around different weird things. You'll find that You're out of You're a disgrace. Absolute disgrace. You are? I'm more of a, like a true blue type fan, you know. Oh, Me God. and you. <laughs> uh, we've got Glenn coming in very soon as well, and we'll get to him and we also got things that make you go, hmm. So send in your text messages, 0457 736 736. We'll double, double eight, double three if you're in New Zealand for anything that might be things that make you go, hmm. And I've got to say, Stingray, there's something, there is something wrong with you. And we're going to read that out in things that make you go, hmm, something is wrong with you. There's something you do every day. Uh, we've got another one here from Rooster Muzz as well. Oh, what about the size of these fries? They look the size of Petro's fingers. Yeah. <laughs> They're massive. Oh, now, we've got him on the line. He rings up each and every night. He's one of our favourite listeners, Glenn. How are you, mate? Hello, the other bloke. G'day, Macca. How are you, buddy? Oh, Love good, your mate. work, Macca. You? Thank, thank you very much, mate. Very, very well, mate. Hey, other bloke, that was one of your best ever uh, last, last, last night, mate. Oh, I nearly dropped the clothes. I was hanging on the on the clothesline, mate. But well done, congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, what else do I want to say? Oh, um, how beautiful was it to see the neglected rescue dog Tiddles finally bond with Jamie on the Doghouse, my new favourite show the other day. Oh, I love the Doghouse. Good news for Channel Nine viewers. Eddie, Eddie's finally uh, finally been given the the retirement package, and he's going to be replaced by Todd Woodbridge, doing Tipping Point on Channel Nine next year. The girls and I are wearing our favourite. <laughs> See, he started off good because he gave me a rap about my joke last night. I'll tell you my you joke. You're some jokes for you. Oh, every night. I've got last life. Hang on, he oh, called oh. you the other bloke. I wouldn't cop that, Sats. <laughs> that was good from him, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, listen, before we get to some more rugby league news that's uh, circling at the moment, there's. Stuff around Connor Tracy, Satili Tupanua as well. Also, the game one of the women's state of origin. We've got CEO of Brisbane Greyhound Racing, Luke Gatehouse, who's joining us here right now. How are you, Luke? 
Good, Scotty. It's great to have you guys here. Andy Maka, McCulloch. Thanks, yeah. thanks for joining us, mate. And now, I see uh, you've got the fat chips ready. We might have to put Stairway to Heaven on so we can get into the Mate, those. the food looks outstanding. It just keeps coming out. So I've I'm been glad we've got some Maka chips, mate. Yeah. The standard oh, food. Wait till you get the steak later yeah. on, mate. Yeah, Don't go home. It. No, yeah. I won't be. Now, Golden Grey Summer Carnival will see more than $2 million in stakes. That must excite the punters, obviously, Lukey. Yeah, look, it's... Uh, been up and up for the last couple of years for the dogs and the Golden Greys. We've had a couple of races upgraded. We've got uh, three Group 1s this year, so two races upgraded from Group 2 to Group 1. We've got a couple of Group 2s that have increased in prize range. It's just going to be a wonderful 10 weeks starting tonight with the Flame. Now, with the Flame, so explain to the listeners what the winner of the, the Flame gets tonight. Yep, so uh, there's a slot race held in Melbourne called the Phoenix with uh, $1.65 million in prize money, a million dollars to the winner. That's being held on the 16th of December at the Meadows. The Flame tonight decides who the Racing Queensland slot holder will be and the winner will go through to that race. They so also, it's your version of State of Origin. It is. It's a, <laughs> it's a great concept and uh, Racing Queensland have been really supportive of it for the last three years. And we've got such a cracking field tonight with uh, you know group racing superstars across the, across the eight dogs and it'll be a great race to watch. Luke, tonight they're going to obviously someone will win a share in the Greyhounds tonight this evening. Can you give us a bit of insight what what that is? Yeah, so part of the initiative that we do with the the Flame competition and rolls into the Phoenix is we have a Chase the Flame competition every year. This year we're giving away a, a half share in a ready to race Greyhound. She should be racing next week, and she's a little cracker. The the litter have raced. I think they've had twenty four races between them. Yep, uh, and they've won. 40% of those races, so a really good little litter. Her name's Summer's Shark, Summer's which is Shark. A, a really good name, and uh, named after the, the trainer's daughter, uh, mm -hmm. Summer, and uh, we'll, we'll probably get to meet Travis a little bit later on tonight and uh, talk about the dog, and I believe you guys are going to be here for the draw so that we can draw the winner out at about half past seven after we feed you. Can we get a free share or not? Yeah, no, mate. We'll work. Yes, we'll that's just really chasing an angle here tonight, <laughs> he, Luke. He's, he, he's been chasing the oh, dog for a long time. I've got an idea for you as well. I love okay, ideas. Okay, I've got an idea for you. It's going to be called the Iron Maiden. I've been banging on about this for about eight months. I'll explain to you a little bit later Okay, on. after so, a chip. Do you know what I love about coming to the, to the races? It doesn't matter where you go, whether it's the Greyhound track, whatever it may be. The usual suspects that always get around, you know, they're here every week. Yep. So tell me, so we know, I know Lemonade Tom really well. Yep. I can see Lemonade Tom has got the worst shoes in history wearing tonight. So tell me some of the characters at the other Yeah, names. so we've, we've got down there the, the table of knowledge, yeah. which is the far end table where, where Lemonade sits. Uh, Bobby Belford used to sit there Boggy as well. Bob, Bobby Bobby, he's getting a bit old now, so yeah. he doesn't quite get here. But uh, Jimmy Jimmy Konovsky gets here. Uh, Ned Snow sits at the table of knowledge. All, all the... Uh, the upper echelon of, of punters here. And then next to it is the table of envy. Oh, what's the table okay. of envy? They, they want to be on the table of knowledge, oh. but they haven't quite got there yet. Okay. So we've got Hollywood Hamilton sits there. and So and you get, can you get drafted in from the envy to the knowledge? No, no. It's a, it's, a, it's a personal selection. It's very hard just to migrate up. But I'll tell you what, when Lemonade was away for a, a few weeks earlier this year, they stole his table. And he said, I'm coming back. You get those envious people off my table. So we, we had to do a little bit of negotiation. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of characters hanging around the, the dog tracks. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And, and everyone's got a nickname. They're tried everyone's and tested, aren't they? Yep. Okay? Yeah, they've all got nicknames. So Lemonade, of course, he's never had an alcoholic drink in his life. It just drinks lemonade. That's it, obviously, for obvious reasons. 
But but his new nickname tonight with that those shoes he's got on is Pocahontas. Have oh, a look at those Louis shoes. Vuitton? If if only are they we... Louis or Gucci. <laughs> They're Carrara markets. <laughs> <laughs> so just uh, before you let you go, Luke, yeah, thank you very much for allowing us to come here tonight. Good crowd starting to gather as well, which they always do. But some other dates of note coming up? Yeah, so it just happens for the next few weeks. So in, in two weeks' time, on the 14th of December, we have our Q Gold Night, which is totally for Queensland-bred greyhounds. And there's, I think, about $500,000 worth of prize money going along on that night. Yep. Uh, then we go into our other group races, the Golden Sands, the Queensland Derby, Queensland Futurity. Then one of my favourite races, the Golden Ticket, which is the heats are four dog shootouts. The finals are match races. Four dog shootouts. Four dog like shootouts it. for the heats. Match races for the final, and the fastest time recorded gets the Golden Ticket straight into the Group One Gold Bullion. That final will be on the first uh, of February, and we've got the Group One Gold Cup as well. But the one we really want is Australia Day. It's mm. a Thursday night, so the Australia Day beach party that we have here at Albion Park at the Dogs is an absolute blinder. We've got a really good band that will be playing that night. We've got heats of the Gold Cup and the Gold Bullion and we'll have all the fun and games down on the lawn as well for the Australia Day Beach Party. 25th of January. Put in the diary now. Outstanding. Great stuff. Hey, Mac, if you had to put eight hookers when you were playing all in the barriers and you just let them go, which... You'd think Damien Cook would be up there, wouldn't you? Yeah. In terms yeah. Of yeah. Depending. Oh, he's a beat sprinter. Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how you play. We could, could ram into each other a little bit. Yeah, Sk yeah, be interesting. But Damien Cook's going to be. What would be your? What would be well, your? No, I needed like you? a three thousand meter race. I need like a horse type, too short and sharp here. The yeah. greyhounds for my yeah. athletic ability. So. We'd have to put Macker over the sticks, wouldn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just yeah, give exactly. me half. Uh, yeah, half a length to start. That'll do. Yeah, taste the flame and share in a greyhound. Not too late. Check out racingqueensland.com. .au for more details. Lukey Gatehouse, thank you very much yeah, for joining thanks, us. Luke. Thanks, guys. I'll Appreciate get the steaks ready. Beautiful. Medium rare. Thank you very much. Yeah, good man, actually. A, a great precinct here. Uh, let's get to some more of the news. Actually, we'll get to a text message here as well. Um, can we call Glenn a Derek? Rooster Man says. You can call him whatever you want. Yeah, that's fine. But he's our Derek. Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. we love about him. Uh, Rooster Muzz says, he keeps calling you Margot. I'm happy with it. You like it? Yeah, just I gotta run with it. Should take over from Macca. Macca's really a, a poor nickname. Glenn's women all come with. No, I can't. Chainsaw's really. good. <laughs> you give yourself chainsaw. No, right that's just started years ago. We've been through this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rooster Muzz, they are fat chips in uh, what are they call duck fat. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Now, what's getting around here today also in rugby league news is it's been revealed that Connor Tracy, the new recruit for the Bulldogs, has a foot injury. <laughs> So, but nothing to fear Bulldogs fans. It seems as though that Phil Gould has come out and said he's going to be right for the trials. There's no dragons, but it's not the ideal way to start a new club, is it? No, not really. And that just happens in footy. Um, but, yeah, you obviously feel for him. I want to go there straight away and make a mark. But it's going to have to take a little bit of time. But, obviously, the, the top dog, Gus, isn't worried at all. He'll be right for trials. So, these things happen in rugby league. Where do you play him? He's on the bench for me. Is he? Yeah, I think he just plays a number of positions. Can fill that void at hooker, you know, centres, wingers, you know, fullback, wherever. He's, he's that versatility. And I think a lot of other spots there are a little bit covered there at the moment, but he adds a good depth there and obviously challenges those guys in those positions as well to be taken over as well, which you need. Yeah. Um, with Matty Burton, do you keep him at six? I think so. If you move him in the centres, I think it takes away a little bit of his kicking. Yeah, you know, okay. in terms of putting it back. And I just 
Till he gets his hands on the ball, he's a strong runner. I, yeah, putting him out in the centres is sort of pigeonholing him a bit where I think he can roam a little yeah. bit more. So, yeah, I just feel like they can cover a bit more in the centres than moving him out to the centres. Well, who do you think they put in the halves then? Well, see, Connor Tracy is originally played in the halves. Yeah, I just, I don't see Connor, nothing, no offence to Connor Tracy, but the same effect Burton will have in terms of his kicking and ball running ability. Yeah. He's a big man too, so... Mm. And they've got centres. I think they can cover centres without moving their player to, playmaker to the centres. Now we've got a lot of text messages coming in about what they loved about the footy show. As I said, next year it's 40-year anniversary of the footy show. You've got to remember, 1994 it started. Mm. Obviously, 40 years. Um, but, sorry, is that 30 years or 40 years? That's 30 years, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 30, 30 years. 30 years, yeah. Um, Fatty Vorton was the host. He'd never hosted a show before. And... He retired in 1991 from the Roosters, so he's not long out of rugby league. He gets thrown into this. He's a little he bit just like winged he, it a little bit, didn't he? It was just, a little bit like his coaching career. Like but he, he just got thrown into it at all. He looked naturally level. doing that. You could get things wrong, and he's naturally good at covering, not covering it up, but yeah. getting it wrong and having a laugh about exactly. it. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, and just yeah, play on. That, I was fortunate enough to do a lot of shows with the footy show when Fatty was there, and, and everyone used to get a very, very, very thick very thick run sheet and you'd be in the, what they call the green room you know the yeah, back yeah. room makeup where blink 182 will yeah. be when oh the first race about to start here at albion uh, what are you on here you're on the four, top five i'm on the two five. but anyway um but you used to look at the run sheets everyone be writing notes on their run sheet in the green room ready to go on they said right here ready to go on yeah let's go on everyone goes and sits at the panel fatty's run sheet would sit in the green room untouched yeah, yeah. So basically, it was just all off the cuff. Off the cuff. Let's go. That what made him, I think, so good in that role there for so long. I think we all. That's. I think. That's and yeah, when he got it wrong, everyone just started laughing. That made the show. I know. I tell you, we, we're getting a lot of nominations for your favourite segments, and we'll get to some of those really soon. But um, one of my favourites was Little Leagueys. Remember Daryl Brome used to go out. Yeah. To the, okay. Yeah. That yeah. was those kids. They, they got some good answers or questions. I should say. As yeah. honest as possibly could be. Uh, let's get to some of those text messages right now. Actually, Crime Scene says, I'm a Queenslander, but I really like the new New South Wales coaching regime. They're all really good blokes. Yeah, they are. Matty King, who's been at the Roosters, he was at South, he's now at the Roosters. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's a casino cougar boy from Lismore Casino, yep. wherever, northern New South Wales. Um, what do you got here about, uh, about the footy show? The footy show version of Pluck a Duck here was Cracker Fat, but Raider Mel says, another funny segment was Fat Sack. But the sack was always empty. Can you remember that? No. Fat sack, yeah. yeah. I don't think it lasted too long. I think they no, I remember them doing the challenges where the row, they did rowing and they did the arm wrestling yeah. and all that sort of thing. So. Uh, Canara Cowboy says they couldn't have had, what about, they couldn't have Mahatma Coat today. That was, that was um, Greg Ritchie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 He said, yeah, yeah Fat exactly Cat right. was a great character. I've got to say, if you haven't seen Fat Cat at a function as a guest speaker, once upon a time he used to be a guest speaker, question and answer where you get up and you ask him questions about his career and post-cricket career. And he's got some great stories about um, the subcontinent and playing against the West Indies. But now when you, when you end see a function and Greg Ritchie, Fat Cat, is a, is a guest speaker, you just give him the microphone, you go and sit down. He's actually a, he's a legitimate comedy act now. Yeah, he's okay. Outstanding he was. Gents, best segments on the footy show would have to be 60 Seconds with Sterling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brain Strain. Actually, 
There's some good you, memories Dan, there, Dan, I reckon yeah. you go right in the brainstorm. We're three players from different clubs would answer a quiz in the Sailor Century style format. They always, remember they used to always take the mickey out of Mar Mario Yeah. Fennick. Yeah. Uh, it exposed some intellectual footballers, others not so much. Shout out to Ian Rubin. <laughs> the one in the, the one with your partner was always a good segment too. Perfect partners. Perfect partners, yeah. yeah. And who can forget Yo Play Petit-Miam, the anti-ad with Sterlo and Fatty. Hilarious. Yeah, there's some great memories, wasn't there? Uh, we've got the first race here. How'd we go, Macca? The five's leading, Sats, and it's going to take it out. So that's one from one for me. And the number two, we should have gone with Quinella here. Number two got second. It's a good go. start for well Andrew done. at Albion Parks this evening. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Let's get to a break on Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Andrew McCulloch, live from Queensland Greyhounds. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Come on. You're not going to so That's Andrew McCulloch, everyone. Live ticket to Bombay Rock. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, Scotty Seller, Andrew McCulloch. And we are live from Queensland Greyhound Club. In Albion, just near the, the Brecky Creek Hotel and win a share in a greyhound. Thanks to Racing Queensland, racingqueensland.com.au, we're going to go through our NRL selection gambles for 2024. Now, this is Daddy Vass's little baby, so we're going to bring him in. So who sang that song? Daddy Vass, can you let Macca know? Oh, Jet. Jets. Never heard Jets. of Jet? I have heard of Jet. I'm just keep telling. I'm not going to just keep repeating myself. I'm going to keep throwing you under the bus. <laughs> so selection gambles for 2024. Daddy Vass, what do you got for us? Uh, Jack Whiten. Now, Ilias is the halfback at the Bunnies, um, and yeah, just wanted to know with Jack Whiten moving to the club, uh, do you? Do you obviously play him in the centres or would you move him to the halves? Is it a gamble by playing him in the centres at South? I don't think it's a gamble. I think, Jack, you know, you've got to think of Lockie Ilias there. They've obviously invested a lot in him and let Adam go because they believe in him so much. You've got to, you've got to keep the kid out there. It's going to be ups and downs as a young half, as everyone knows, in rugby league. So you've got to keep at it. I think you move Jack White into the centres and keep him there. He'll get plenty of ball. He can I'll roam. I agree with you, Lockie. I think they've got to stick with Lockie. Yeah, I think yeah. you just you, you had your bets there like they have and go keep going with the kid. He played some good football too. So, look, they can find ways to get Jack into the game. And Lockie, he doesn't want to be the main man anyway. No. So let him play a roaming role, centre. Look, he'll strike a good combination. He's got a good relationship with a lot of players in that team. So he'll find plenty of ball. I mean, the option they have got is if they had to, if they had to break glass in case needed, they could go for that yeah. option. They've got young Hawkins there as well. Um, Shows a good sign of a club. They've got the depth and be able to move players around because it is a long year. So, yeah, be able to shift and see what the, he needs to be. It's not a bad strike, is it? You've got Kulamatangi sitting on an edge and then you've got you know, Cody taking the ball to the line. You've got Latrell out the back. You've got Campbell Graham one side. So what would it be a pass mark for a fully health, uh, healthy roster in South Sydney? Premiership. Premiership? Yeah. A pass, a pass mark. A pass mark. They won't accept anything less than that. 
Rabbitboro tomorrow. Please step forward, the listeners. Yeah, no, I was just curious to know, obviously, the year they had now. So even, even top four, no, just... If they finish top, top four, four and bundle out in the first week, they would be deeply disappointed. Okay. Yep. No, I was just good to know where they're... You think they've obviously got a good, strong squad where they need to be. Yep. Next one, Daddy. Uh, a lot of talk around Matt Burton moving to the centre position. Well, we spoke about that one, yeah. yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. You keep I'll just keep him there. Yeah, yeah, he's got too big an impact in the game to perch him out on one side. Yep. Uh, we did touch on Paddy Carrigan. Uh, Xavier Savage to uh, fullback. Now, he only played one game in 2023, boys. Jared Coker's retired. Uh, Matt Timiko, who's going to partner him in the centres? Do you play Savage at fullback? Actually, I've got, to t- I've got to say, and we have got some uh, snackers in Canberra as one of our listeners as well. So weigh in if you, if any Canberra fans, 0457736736 or double eight double three, in New Zealand. They're very lean. When you look at their roster, the Raiders, they're very lean when it comes to, to backs. They're very heavy when it comes to forwards mm. in, in, in regards to numbers-wise. But backs, we've got a lot of wingers. Uh, I think Sebastian Chris probably has to partner Timiko in the centre, but Timiko is a very good centre. I think Xavier, strong, strong ball carrier, yeah. so a strong, I think strong kid too. Xavier Savage will probably have to play fullback. Um, he reminds me a little bit of, purely from a speed perspective, but a little bit like Billy when he first came into grade, where Billy was just all raw speed, wasn't he? He didn't have a lot of a lot of pass game on him at all, and, and then that slowly developed yeah. over the years. He just got used to playing his role first and foremost. I think that's the same way that Xavier Savage tracks. So, for me, to answer your question, Xavier Savage is fullback. Yeah, you think balance of the team, you keep it that way. And yeah, Chris did a really good job when he filled in. Yeah. Actually, a bit probably more surprising than a lot of people thought. But, yeah, I think balance of the team, you keep him back there in speed and hope he can work on that ball playing throughout the preseason. I've got to say, I, I think it's I think Xavier's one of those guys. He's going to come up with some mistakes. A little bit yeah. like Reese Walsh. Yeah, that happens. He's happened. going to come up with mistakes. But you don't mind if they're doing them at speed. They're using a little bit of common sense. And he's going to fail in that department on a few occasions. Well, but, but Ricky's the guy that will sort of say, hey, you're there for eight weeks, nine weeks, ten weeks. We just need to work on those yeah. on the run. Well, you can't have it both ways. You can come off with the great plays and not expect them to challenge it the other way too. So that's what happens with those young players and especially in those positions. You want them to back themselves. So, yep. yeah. Interesting they let uh, Harley Smith... Shields go. Shields go yeah. to the Gold Coast, yeah. yeah well. you've, you've got to be another reasoning for a bit of that. You think in the back room of what they're trying to do and who they're trying to get. But, and they are, you know, very heavily invested in England a lot of times, so you wonder who they're going to try and get from over there. Yeah, mm. it's, it's either that also... Um, it's either that also... Yeah, are they still in the hunt for Jerome Lewi for 2025? Are they freeing up a little bit more cap space mm. to make a legitimate run at Jerome Lewi for 2025? Yeah. yeah, it's an interesting They've got a young strain. Yeah. The, the young five. I think there's another, yeah, another young kid. Yeah, young yeah. Good yeah. young kid there, so. Plenty of decisions to be made. Yep. Now, boys, yeah. um, Shane Flanagan came out last week and said he's going to do a bit of a rotation with Zach Lomax floating him back and forth, Will Tyrell Sloan. Um, he's actually yep. picked up a broken thumb and an ankle injury from the Kurai knockout. Now, also, selection on Tyrell Sloan. And what are your thoughts on players playing in it in the Kura knockout? Now we've well, had a put few himself players. behind the eight ball if that's the case. Yeah, that was a while ago the Curry knockout. Yeah, it wasn't long, but that's that's grand final weekend. Yeah, it was his first in the game, and it was obviously a pretty serious sort of injury. But just get your mind that I know guys are passionate and want to play for particular areas. I'm all I'm all for that, but you also got to think in the back of your mind who the clubs 
paying you what dollar and also your positions on the line. So there's a lot of gambling playing those sort of games if you really want to go through with it. Now he's was already had a bit of a challenge before that. That's yeah. just only going to set up even more of a challenge for him to get that spot back by all reports. You know, Lomax might get a bit of a go at, at fullback. So. I agree with you. I love the Curry knockout. I love everything it's about. And I, and I love the celebration. Um, I love the celebration and the heritage of yeah. a lot of the players and what they represent. I, and I have said before, I, I do think there's another place that a lot of NRL players can still play in that channel, yeah. whether they coach teams, uh, whether they become... You know, trainers or whether they just are there as advisors or something yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, I think I think there's you just gotta weigh too much up of an asset. Yeah. You weigh up where the position are you are and the type of team and status you are within your own club, you probably gotta weigh up is it worth the gamble. Yeah. So. Uh, g'day guys. This is Aussie Bands because earlier on if you're just joining the show, we're saying uh, today, which I only learned very early on actually while I was watching Carl Stefanovic this morning the Oz Music T-shirt day. So I've got my James Rain shirt on because I love my Aussie Crawl and James Rain. Uh, hi, guys. Showing my age, great Aussie bands and performers, Sherbet, JPY, Icehouse, Flowers, the Shantuzies, the Rogue Traders, Natalie Bathingthwaite, yeah, Thirsty Merc, Noiseworks, great live, Jess Mowboy, Guy Sebastian, Dami Im, Brendan Favola, and Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> we Good are talented. Vicky in Port Macquarie. Um, Worm and Margot, a heap of my mates and myself went to surface for my 18th years ago. We all got smashed at this nightclub in Cavalav called the Bombay Rock. And the night of my 18th, the Divinals supported the Angels. Apparently, I had a great time. Yeah, Muzz, I've got to say, that would have been... Um, you're now showing your age, Rooster Muzz. So I'm, I don't know how old you are, Rooster Muzz, but I'm thinking you're minimum 54. Minimum. So how long has the Bombay Rock been So finished? Bombay Rock was one of the great live venues in Surface Paradise. It's just near Melbourne's. Yeah, okay. Where Melbourne's was. And um, and it was one of the great live act, live places, but it shut down just all of a sudden. And um, a lot of the great bands play. Like Muzz is saying there, to, to go there and watch the Divinals who were supported by the Angels, like two of the great, Chrissy Amplick and well, two of the great, um, great Aussie bands, uh, to be supporting each other outstanding. We had a we had a nightclub not far from there called Club Pacific. My dad, mum and dad did. And we had some of the, used to fit about 1,400 people in there. We had some of the, well, the biggest Aussie bands in there quite regularly. It was absolute bedlam. Absolute bedlam it was. Yeah, they were great nights. Great nights. Keep your texts coming in. What's your favourite pub? Have you, have you ever, you know who I love seeing in the pub band? Not, he's a pub solo. Pete Murray. Pete Murray, yeah. He's yeah. great. Mad rugby league man too, actually. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's he big is. Broncos and yeah, he is. He's been uh, the sheds a couple of times. Yeah, Busby Maru. Yeah, good, good performance. I went to school with Pete Murray and the yeah, Busbys. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. On. Uh, best thing to come out of Brisbane, Powderfinger. Best concert, Led Zeppelin at Festival Hall in Brizzy, 1972. My ears still hurt. Yeah, Festival Hall to those down south. That's from Triple Eight. Festival Hall was also one of the great live venues. Still there. Is it's that like Tivoli? Yeah, it's, it's a landmark like, like still. Yeah, it's okay. a landmark still. It's near Charlotte Street there. It's a, a great place. Uh, let's get to a break here. Scotty Sadler and Andrew McCulloch. We're live from the Brisbane Greyhound Club uh, here in Albion. We'll be back soon with things that make you go, hmm. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. 
Train for the sport you play, building hey, the boys. next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be Just back in a moment. The AFL are considering a state of origin. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6, with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Things that make you go, hmm. Okay, who's saying that? Oh, stop it, Sats. CC in the music factory. That's a hard one, actually. <laughs> no wonder I drank all the time these drinking games. Yeah. <laughs> now, things that make you go, hmm. Daddy Vass, you've thrown one in at us really, really late. So can you throw that in, please? Yeah. Uh, AFL considering a special state of origin class during Gather Round. So Gather Round is their version of Magic Round. Yeah. Okay, which again is across one weekend, three locations, one regional location. Mm. Um, yeah, so so, so, AF, so is it AFL players? No, AFL players are saying that aren't eligible. It's VFL players and um, SAA, NFL players. So the SAFA, which is the South yeah. Australian Football League as well. Yep. So, it's basically, so it's basically they're second grade versus each other, won't it? Mm-hmm. I suppose when you put it around gather around, it's not a bad idea. It's just more eyeballs, I suppose. Yeah, but yeah, true. I don't understand the yeah, concept. But Started in 1977. They used to have it. It was Western Australia versus Victoria. How big of a progress was it? Was it much from, of a success? From memory, I, I, I remember there were some brutal yeah, clashes. Yeah, I reckon that they'd, down, down that, they'd watch any sort of AFL anyway. Then so South Australia, I think, got entered into it. Last year of the State of Origin AFL was, correct me if I'm right, Daddy? Yeah. Can you remember what year? Correct me if I'm right. <laughs> what uh, year was it? I think 2017, yeah. That late, really? Yeah. I can't remember it being that late. Wow. Listeners yeah. anyway, will Things that make you go, hmm. I've got one here from Stingray. Oh, actually, Connor Tracy injuring his foot at the last shark mm. session. Things that make you go, hmm. they've had a sniper in the... A little bit just before the paperwork got signed, maybe. Who knows? Kept that quiet. A sniper in the bleachers. Get rid of him out the back door. What about things that make you go, "Mm, this is from Stingray, and you've got massive problems. I eat approximately 1.5 kilograms of grated mozzarella cheese per week. It's a delicious snack. My wife, Claire, the one who dressed as a kebab, has been into me about it. Am I okay here, or do I need to start eating less cheese? Yeah, I reckon probably lay off the mozza for a little bit. <laughs> you have to, hey. Surely 1.5 is a lot of cheese. Like we're talking generally like lunch and dinner because you're obviously not having it for breakfast. How backed up must you be? You must be backed up to be eating that much things that make you go, hmm. I mean, that much mozzarella cheese. Oh. Hey? Well, I'd just love to know, yeah, what's on the, on the meal. Is it um, just spag bowl with a heap of cheese on it or is it a palmy with a heap of mozzarella cheese on it or is it... I think he means he's just eating it out of the bag. Yeah, out of the bag. Like a pack of chips. That is filthy. That is filthy. Stingray, you've dead set got problems, you have. Fix it, Stingray. Fix it. You need help. We've got another one here. Things that make you go, hmm, where is it? It's, it's, uh, I think, here it is here. Muzz says, worm and margo. (laughs) Rooster Muzz, can you tell us why it's margo? I want to see the reason why you're calling Mac a margo. Is it a typo? I'm not sure. Um, worm and Margot, things that make you go, hmm. Actually, that text message is sort of Cannot not say, all of yeah. it's there. It's something about pandas. Oh, here we go. 
Worm and Margot. Things that make you go, hmm. Female pandas only get toey once a year. It happens for a 24 to 72 hour period between the months of February and May. That's that's a thing that makes you go. So like some blokes' marriages. You say that your nickname <laughs> could be Panda from now on. <laughs> oh, any, Aussie bands, yeah. Just another one quickly. What about Candace Warner's comments during the week? Oh, that was on the back page. I don't know whether you caught it last night. It's on the back of. This is a good one, Daddy Vass. Thing that make you go, hmm. Candace Warner on the back page. This is with Cam Smith missing the cut of the Australian PGA. And she said to Crash Craddock, and I don't know whether she ob- believes this, understands it, or is just trying to be controversial. But she said to Crash Craddock on the panel, with Cam Smith, oh, this is words to the effect, okay? So with, with Cam Smith not making the cut of the Australian PGA... Does that mean, do you think that it's the live golfers are really not as good as the PGA golfers anymore because they're only playing, you know, three rounds instead of four and, and they're getting paid all this money, they're not as hungry, whatever it may be. So that's a that's a definitely a thing to go make you What are you talking about? Yeah, that's a strange, yeah, it doesn't make sense at all. But anyway, yeah. Could be a controversial statement, so it's got us talking about it anyway. So it's exactly. Aussie bands and shirts. I wore my Parkway Drive shirt to today. Don't know why NRL don't have a decent Aussie talent on grand final day. They had a Parkway Drive song as their finals campaign. They did. It was awesome. A couple of years ago, it was up there with the biggest rock bands in the world. Have you heard of Parkway Drive? Heard of Parkway Drive? Don't you give have? me names of songs. Yeah, no, I don't know any of their songs, but I know that they. Yeah. I know the anthem they used for the uh, the NRL a while ago it was really good. Mm. Pretty impressive, actually. Um, so today is Aussie T-shirt day, in remembrance of all our great bands. Uh, my two favourite bands are Thin Lizzy and Deep Purple. Well, they're not Aussie bands, are they? Thin Lizzy and Deep Purple. Tell me. Blink One Eight Two. Best one for me, The Stranglers. Ali Pally, 1990, just got to go out live. That's Steve in Christchurch. Well, this, the best probably football song entrance was Chumba Wumba, the British band. <laughs> I Get Knocked Down. That was the best one. No. You don't reckon? No. I Get Pat Knocked Benatar, Down. Pat Benatar. All fired up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Chumba Wumba, because it was early 90s. I was, you know, had to stay up late to watch it. It was only Friday and Sunday football, so. Hey, I've got another thing, uh, things that make you go, hmm, buddy Vass. What about this? I was... You know this Dave Goggins, you know, he... Oh, yeah, carry the boats, yeah. Yeah, so it's like he's a motivational guy. Mm. He's once a uh, Marine or... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's done and all the hell weeks and all yeah, that. And yeah, and I, I, I get a little bit over his, you know... Do you? Yeah, you know. You don't look at your shoes when you're laying in bed realising that you've got to go up and run in the morning? You don't... No, I, yeah, no. I, I don't worry, get me wrong. He's, he's, he's great at what he's achieved and he's, he's sending a great message. But? Yeah, you know, resilience and... Oh, no, I just... It's sort of, you know, too much saturation at okay. times. But anyway... I was watching something on social media today. You're on TikTok, aren't you? I was on TikTok. Yeah. I've actually, it. I've I've actually become a little bit addicted to TikTok. <laughs> I've cut myself down How old are you? 20 minutes TikToks. a day. I've what? 20 minutes a day, I've cut myself down to. Things that make you go, hmm, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. So he was being interviewed, and actually, I'll get Daddy Vass to get the music to this, okay? So when we come back for our last, uh, our last segment, just so the listeners understand, they'll remember what music it is. But you would have been too young to remember the, the horror movie Halloween. 
Yeah, there's been like a thousand. There's been a remake yeah, yeah, of Halloween, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the original, the original yeah. Halloween, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, is one of the classic horror movies. But there was this music, Michael Myers. There's this music that went with, went with Halloween. It's a really creepy music. Kobe Bryant said that when he listened to his headphones before the game, like it's only a, it's only an instrument, instrumental. It's, mm. There's no words to it. It's this real creepy tune. He used to listen to that before he'd run out. Really. And he said, when I listened to that, I just knew that if anyone was going to get in my way, I was going straight through you. It's true. So Daddy Bags, you got an assignment during the break to, Mate, to try a, and find the Halloween music. That's a tough one. I'll try. It's not that hard. It's not that, and you're a very skillful man. I don't know. I'm with Macca. I like um, I like this song. Yeah, you got to push the button. Yeah. Oh. It was good. All of the hits coming up. Yeah. It was good. That's just in my head as a childhood, you know, coming through. What I used to uh, literally jump on the floor and jump back up again. It makes you know? feel like, yeah, exactly. It makes you feel like tackling someone. Can you, can you tackle hit, some of the album? Can you hit things that make you go, hmm, again? I used to jump on the ground and jump back up again. Are you uh, serious? Make, Simon says things that make you go, hmm. My kitten didn't know, my kitten didn't know how to use a litter box until I put a photo of Woogie on top of it. I should have I proofread proof that one. I didn't read it. Yeah, it's a good one, but you're on the money there, Simon. <laughs> uh, let's get to the break. Simon's, uh, Scotty Sattler and Andrew McCulloch here live at Queensland Greyhounds Club. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. This is it. Yeah, this is this it. This is the Halloween it. Oh, I've heard this one, yeah. So he used to listen to this on his headphones. This was the last music that he'd listened to before he ran out. Yeah, okay. That's disturbing. <laughs> Well, by all the stories, it sounds like he's, um, yeah, pretty intense. So, Oh, wow. Now, thank you very much there, uh, Daddy Vass, on short notice. Budster says he loves us going off topic. We're doing things that may go, hmm, mm. but we went off topic, so I don't mind that either. Now, yeah. Muzz has informed us that the reason why he's saying Sats and Margot is in reference to what? Margot Robbie, yeah. Yeah. Just a local Dolby girl. So she's good. from Dolby, Dolby Devils, like you. She's turned out and done pretty well for herself, yeah. Yeah, she hasn't done too bad, has she? Margot Robbie, Tommy said, made $50 million from the Barbie movie. Bad luck, Maka. Maka. I guess that relegates you now to the second richest person <laughs> to come from Dolby. It's fair to say that. You've cleaned up, haven't you, over the years? I've just been a kid from the West doing his best. <laughs> that's... That rhymes too. <laughs> uh, got some great texts here also about music. And talking about... Uh, Songs as well. Here comes the boom is the song that used to fire us up on the field. I now use it at the pub when I need to scruff people out. That's Mick from Margaret River in yeah, WA. He's got a pub in, uh, in WA. Now, Toronto Rod says the Australian cricket team used to use Simon and Garfunkel's song, Sound of Silence, oh, as yeah. their way to beat India in a one-day World Cup. The Sound of Silence is an interesting one, and I know we have plenty of listeners that will tell us what the song's about. There's all these different reasons why people think what some people said it was about the assassination of John F. Kennedy 
Uh, other people said it was about the way people communicate with each other. Like it's all these reasons behind what they think Sound of Silence is about, some disturbing ones as well. So, um, and Rusa Muzz also says about about the um, Bombay Rock. I said, I reckon you're a minimum 54. He said, you're pretty close to the mark regarding his age. Mm. We've got plenty of text here about music, but also about the footy show as well. Our house. Can you remember the, their house? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It says yeah. our house, but it was actually their house. That's and, right. Yeah, and Gerds did it. That's right. Freddie's Cinema. Fred walking down the imaginary stairs to his wine cellar. What was the one? Uh, Gordy's Brewery. As well. One about Matty John dressed up. I was, um, well, he used to go to the houses too. And he Trent, was, he's Trent the flight steward. No, he was, uh, Matty John's was the personator and he used to go to the house and he had the cameraman with him. And, oh, I can't remember that. Yeah. If anyone's listening out there can help us with that. Matt the Panther says, your segment on their house with Gerds was very funny. Sats, he did, he did my house in Penrith as well. I stabbed him in the back of the neck at eight stitches. It was very funny. <laughs> Worman Margot. It's a real shame they couldn't let the footy show go today because of the left-wingers, le lettuce juice drinkers. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 wish, I wish it was still around today as well. Footy show. Wasn't there a Brisbane footy show, Tommy from Sydney said? No, I don't think so. Yeah, was there was. It? There was a Queensland footy show. Really? Badge was on it. Uh, Billy J. Smith. Uh, like an actual Queensland football it's show. It's just a yeah, Queensland right footy show, yeah. I mean, I remember the Queenslanders only. That wasn't that long ago. That was a Fox Sports yeah. one. But Channel 9 had a Queensland footy show yeah, as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was mainly, it was obviously all Broncos players because they were the only team in the comp. I don't think the Gold Coast Giants were in the comp yet. They may have been, but um, it's primarily mainly just, um, yeah, just Bronco, all, yeah. Just all Broncos, yeah. So... Thanks very much for your text messages, everyone, throughout the night. It's much appreciated. Um, guys, if you, if you see Greyhounds around, Faith in Norris, Flaming Galar and Hole in One and Blinky, always bet on them. They're my sister's dogs in Ipswich, Phil and Mudgy. Keep an eye out for that as well. Um, big crowd turning up here. We're about to go get stuck into a stake, to be honest. Sorry to... Uh, yeah, great turnout. Sorry to rub that in. Um, and Macca. What's on over the weekend? Mate, I've got a race day for Jack Reed and the Moolabar Surf Club up at Caloundra. So I'll be up there on Sunday raising funds for the Moolabar Surf Club and the nippers out there. So, yeah, it should be a good day on Sunday. And the SCN Christmas party tomorrow, tomorrow night. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, before, we let, before we go, Ricky Ponning, well, he says that Cameron Bancroft should be the replacement for David Warner as well. We remember meant to have Tim Payne on tonight. Unfortunately, he couldn't make it, but we're going to try and get him on next week for the listeners. Of course, Cam Bancroft, he's up against uh, Marcus Harris and also Matty Renshaw and uh, Cam Green. Got 94 today for WA, so well done. And thank you all to the listeners, and thank you very much to Johnny Cartwright. Congratulations on your appointment for the New South Wales Origin job. This is Daddy Vass, this is Sats, and Andrew McCulloch. Thank you very much for taking part in the show tonight. See you next week, and have a great weekend.